Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Being diagnosed with ADHD when you're an adult can be life-changing because having ADHD defines your life. But I guess until you know you have it, you don't know why your life is different. Maeve Richardson, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. Delighted to do so. You were diagnosed at what age, Maeve? So I was diagnosed this year, um, during the first week of February. Right. And coming up to that time, like, did it explain stuff for you? It did. So I myself already have a diagnosis for autism spectrum disorder and ADHD and autism tend to go hand in hand. Yeah. But I was diagnosed with autism when I was uh, seven years old. So, you know, the world of neurodiversity wasn't quite as explored. So those kind of links weren't as known at the time. So I started a new job. I'm the communications engagement officer in UC Students Union. And, you know, student activism, extracurriculars are things I was always interested in. I was in the Scouts, everything like that. And I kind of thought to myself, oh, I can't really concentrate in school because I just want to do my extracurriculars the whole time. Um, But then even trying to do like extended projects with extracurriculars, I found quite difficult. So I started the new job in UCSU and things still weren't clicking quite into place I still wasn't concentrating it was still very difficult Mm. for me to you know get things done um, and be very efficient and I kind of thought to myself something's wrong here this is my dream job and I'm still not doing things the way I should or want to and it kind of clicked with me I kind of started doing some researching I talked to some friends I talked to my doctor and it was kind of guessed that I probably had ADHD and with the autism it would have made sense. Maybe so maybe, maybe just put it into um, simple terms, Maeve. So you're sitting at your desk, like you said, doing your dream job and you, you open your desk, your, your diary and there's today's tasks and there's what we're planning for, for tomorrow and because it's your dream job you should be organised and, and sorted but you weren't. So describe what it, the feeling of sitting there in your dream job, but not able to, in your mind, pull it under control for yourself? It was absolutely heartbreaking. The 
things the problems I had in academia were the exact same here I couldn't concentrate you know I, it's like I was, ha- I was hyperactive I couldn't sit down I was all over the place running around disorganized um, one way my ADHD would manifest itself was um, if I was overthinking or something I'd start pacing up and down in a room and you know that that was kind of handy in the world of online because it meant I could turn my camera off and do that mm. but as well, it just didn't really work out or trying to sit down and type out a long email would take me forever because I'd be procrastinating it because I couldn't make myself sit down and concentrate. Right. So you really were working yourself up into a tiz. And that exactly. made you worse and again. Exactly. And, you know, as well, another element of ADHD is, you know, you're more likely to make kind of erratic decisions. So, Oh, instead of going to my, instead of doing the the email I should have been doing, oh, no, no, I'll go for a swim now instead. Just, you know, you make those kind of last minute, not the best decisions. And that was becoming more prevalent and it just needed to stop because before I was like, oh, I'm a student, it's fine. Um, I can get away with this. Students are you know, we're meant to make mistakes. We're younger, we're younger in our 20s, except this was just continuing and continuing to the point of, I was like, this is just not good enough. I can't live like this. Mm. And the diagnosis came from whom? So I was very lucky and very privileged to get my diagnosis through UC Student Health. And, you know, college mental health services aren't very well funded in this country, sadly. Um, you know, we only had so many, we've only so many doctors who can handle the 23,000 students in UCC. But I was very lucky to meet a GP there who was able to refer me to an occupational therapist and I was able to get talking to the psychiatrist. And that took a couple of months, um, as it would in any case of getting a diagnosis. But I can't thank the amazing staff in UC Student Health, despite their under-resourcing and underfunding, they did absolutely amazing by me and were just so compassionate. Mm-hmm. And the diagnosis then, obviously it's followed by, is it a treatment plan? Do you take a pill? What do you do? So in my case, I at first was put on a medication um, called Concerta and it didn't have a very good effect on me. You know, there are side effects to any medication, but it sort of it sent me kind of into a depressive episode and it just wasn't sitting well with me right and we tried different dosages and it wasn't working but at the same time i was also going to occupational therapy where i was learning strategies about being organized using reminders on my phone how to regulate um my hyperactive behavior like having a fidget spinner things like that things to Mm -hmm. help me convert my energy and as well in the end I got put on a different medication which ends up working and that's when I suppose the clouds lifted. Yeah, yeah. The fidget spinner, I'm very familiar with fidget spinners because my my son is on the spectrum and for years he used a fidget spinner just to bring himself down a little bit. So I know exactly mm. so you're there with this book full of tasks, all of which have to get done and you're doing your little spinning and that actually that helps to focus your thoughts on what you need to be thinking about. Simple thing, isn't it? Exactly. And something I've actually, my favorite thing is not a fidget spinner. Um, I actually have a deck of cards that I shuffle. And so I sit there and shuffle the cards in one hand and I can type with the other and it just keeps me focused. Wow. And it's absolutely brilliant. And 
I love it. <laughs> but as well, you know, I have to acknowledge, you know, as it's the same with nearly every part of our healthcare service in this on the island, uh, it's underfunded. And for people to try get ADHD diagnoses outside of, you know, I was very lucky in the college system, it's very difficult and can be quite expensive if you do it privately. And it is extremely, extremely difficult to get a diagnosis through the HSE. Yeah. And the the change from pre-diagnosis to now is that you can sit and do your dream job with your coping skills and with your medication and life is good. Exactly. That's exactly it. Um, I can't describe the change. Um, my colleagues as well, I have to give a shout out to my colleagues in UC Students Union. They were very empathetic and understanding of everything that was going on and they understood why I was the way I was. And that's an amazing thing about the student movement is that level of empathy. I never felt judged for having ADHD or having autism. But the difference is that I can concentrate. I can... The most amazing thing for me is that, you know, it's like my mind was cluttered and someone says something to me now and being able to recall information is so much easier. And I think uh, one of my favourite things is I can get through my emails now. Um, a phrase we kind of developed here is clear in box, clear mind. Um, I have a clean bedroom and office for the first time in a long time. And to be honest, the biggest thing, as well as just being able to be organised and have everything together is... I'm happier as well. I, I'm not as down in the bogs or as irritated because I don't procrastinate as much and I don't, you know, mm. I'm just not as frustrated anymore. Uh, I'm a happier person. I have a friend who had a, a diagnosis, similar diagnosis, much later in life, and he said to me, I'm better company now. That's exactly it. I, my, I'm more... Ple- more pleasant to be around and you know that's something that's kind of hard to admit oh was I annoying before but it's not it's that you're a better version of yourself yeah and it means that I'm not stressing the whole time it means that I get on well I didn't know life didn't have to be so miserable um that's so the big change yeah yeah I'm delighted for you I really am I really yeah. am yeah um, and, and like you say, it's difficult to get a diagnosis. And you're right about UCC. And I, I have a friend who went through their disability services as part of her, but she needed them when she was in college. And she would say the same, grossly underfunded, ridiculously under-resourced, but absolutely magnificent at what they do. The government needs to invest in third level education in every sense uh we're paying the highest fees in the eu our our services are all severely underfunded um you know staff are doing their absolute best we've so many lecturing staff on precarious contracts everything to do with third level funding needs to change so badly and that's i suppose what being student union officer is about it is trying to make that monumental change so that third level funding does improve yeah and there you are now in a position, better health position to do it. Uh, and thank you for being with us on the opinion. And that's Maeve Richardson. Now you've got a uh, meeting coming up at 11. Uh, she works with the Student Union at UCC, diagnosed in February with ADHD. And that diagnosis, just knowing that this is why I am, how I am, life-changing. Quartz 96 FM.